Good morning. Good morning. How are you this Thursday morning? I believe today is the 31st, if I'm not mistaken. March 31st. Wow. A whole nother month gone out of the gone out of the year. A whole nother month. Amen. But this morning, I'm coming to you with a podcast. And this podcast is really, I mean, every podcast God gives me, of course, is important. But I think this is one of the vital podcasts. Because, again, we're talking about faith. And this podcast is Unbreakable Faith unbreakable faith now the word of God says that it's impossible impossible to please God without faith if you don't have faith that God can do a thing then it's impossible to be pleasing to God you cannot please him If you don't believe that he can do a thing, if you don't have the faith that he can move, then it connects with trust. Because if you don't believe him, then, and you don't have faith, then obviously you don't trust in him. Then I thought about if you don't do those things, you don't depend on him. You have to depend on God totally. You have to have unbreakable faith in other words you can't let nothing cause your faith to waver you can't have nothing to cause your faith to drizzle away you have to have uh, uh, excuse me unbreakable faith undeniable faith You have to trust God and know that he got you. You have to trust God and know that he's a God that can do anything but fail. He is Alpha and Omega, meaning he is the beginning and the ending of your faith. Then the Bible says that faith faith is a substance hoped for. But the evidence of things not seen. Faith is knowing God is going to do something without you seeing it. You know, if you know you got something, if somebody pour you something in a cup, you know that you got that. Whatever they poured in your cup, you know you got it. So you see it. But faith is just like having a cup and it's empty. It's an empty cup, but you know God is going to fill the cup. You know without a shadow of a doubt, God's going to fill your cup. You trust him. You believe him. You have unbreakable faith, undeniable faith, unwavering faith. Also, I thought about the scripture that says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So if you you're, you're trust God one minute... Then you don't trust him the next minute. 
Then you believe him again over here. You depend on him over there. But then you have unbreakable faith. You, your faith, you have faith, but then then it's um, it's broken because then then you don't trust him with everything. You trust him. You it seems like you can trust him when something is small, but as something get larger that you need, it's like your faith is broken. And you don't trust him to do bigger things. But you have to just like you trust him with something small. You have to trust him with something big. Because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. The Bible says that he, 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 he's the same. He won't change. He'll never change. He'll always remain the same. He's, he's a faithful God. He's a God that you can call on in the midnight hour. He will do it. He will make a way for you. But you got to believe. You got to trust. And you got to have faith. Your faith has to be undeniably unbreakable. I have a dear friend of mine. I love her dearly. And she's not in ministry. Or she's not saved. But she believes in God. And she has faith. She spoke a thing, I don't care what it looked like. She did not waver. She believed God, she trust God. That's another thing. Some people that's not saved, they have unbreakable faith. But the ones that saved is the ones that seem like their faith is wavering, wavering. Their faith is here here today and then gone tomorrow. They trust God and believe God for different things. But then again, they don't. And they're saints of God. They're people that serve God. They're people that are testifying, saying, I love God. I believe he can do anything but fail. But then they have unbreakable faith. What you have to really ask God for is, Lord, strengthen my faith. Because it's impossible, again, like I said earlier, it's impossible to please him without it. He won't be pleased with your life if you don't believe him, if you don't have the faith that he's going to do a thing. Amen. I'm so excited about my relationship with God. And I want to add this, too. I, I just thought about, I was going to say one, another thing, but I'm going to say, go back to this. The person that has that faith, she has that unbreakable faith. That is not going to take her to glory with God, unfortunately, because she has to change her ways. She has to trust God enough to live for God. She trusts him for things. But she has not given her life to him. So I want to make that clear. Because you have faith. And for God to do things for you. Doesn't mean that it makes you exempt from living 
saved or living holy or living right. The Bible said that we have to live free from sin. Now, sometimes people look at that and say, shoot, ain't nobody going to live free from sin. But one thing about it, if you will allow God to live through you, that's where the willingness come from. Willing to allow God to live through you a saved life. He will give you the, the option and the gumption to do right. He will change your heart and change your mind. Turn your mind around so that you can desire the things of his kingdom. So you can desire because ain't nothing in his kingdom but righteousness. Ain't nothing in his kingdom but love and peace and joy and happiness. So what he will do, he will live that thing through you if you will allow him to. He'll give you the capability to live holy. He'll give you the capability to live free from sin. Now, in, I'm going to go back to me. I'm Again, I'm thankful and I'm grateful for God in my life. I'm thankful and grateful for God saving me and giving me a mind to be saved. And he blesses me with the ability to live free from sin. What do you do, Natalie? I separate myself. I separate myself. I don't surround myself around things that I'm not supposed to be doing. Amen. Because the Bible says that in the flesh dwells no in this flesh dwells no good thing. No good thing dwells in the flesh. So what do you do, Natalie? Well, I put this flesh under subjection. By what? By fasting, by praying, by word. And then God keeps me. God gives me the capability of living right. Then when my, if at any time in my life, and my faith seems to be like it's going to be broken, I ask God, Lord, help me to have unbreakable faith in every situation of my life. That's what you have to ask God to do. Lord, help me to have faith. You have to ask God to create in you a new heart and renew the right spirit within you. You have to ask him to renew the right spirit, put in you the right spirit, make you capable of living holy, make, it, make you capable of living saved, make you capable of being pleasing in his sight. Again, it's impossible to please God without faith. You want to get to a point without a shadow of a doubt, you trust God. Without a shadow of a doubt, you believe in the truth and the living God. Without a shadow of a doubt, your faith is unbreakable. There is nothing going to come between God and your faith. 
or your faith in God. Nothing is going to come between it. That's where God wants you to get. Amen. One thing about my life. I do what it takes. To keep me in line with God. Because I'm saved. And because I'm in ministry. It doesn't make me exempt from the enemy attacking me. He attacks me on every hand. He stay on my trail. He stays in my life some kind of way. Trying to disrupt my life. Trying Because guess what? I thought about something on the other day. When you're saved and you're trying your best to live all you know how for God. The devil is not after you. Because at first I said, well, why you keep on messing with me? You know, because different things were happening. And I would be like, why is he keep, you know, what, what? Like, why keep messing with me? And, the, and, and, and I know the Lord put it on my heart. It's not you he after. It's the your anointing that he's after. He's trying to take my anointing. The Lord let me know. It's not you, Natalie. It's your anointing. Because that's what's strong. The anointing is what's strong. The anointing in me is what's strong. The anointing in me is what lifts up a standard in my behalf. It's God's anointing. Excuse me, guys. I'm on the freeway. Amen. So... Amen. So that's what you got to uh, remember that it's the enemy. The more, even when you're not saved, the enemy stay on your trail because he want to keep you detoured away from the truth. He wants you to feel like when you don't have God in your life, you're right, that you're right. No, that's not the truth. What's right is to give your life to God so that you won't lose your life. Amen. Unbreakable faith. You have to ask God to give you unbreakable and unwavering faith. You have to trust God with your whole heart, mind, body, and soul. One thing about it, when you think about it, a lot of times people don't want to give their life to the Lord because they feel like they're going to miss out on something. But don't you realize that if you go ahead and surrender your life to God, he'll make things better for you. Uh, if you're having things and you're not saved, what do you think will happen if you got saved? First of all, you'll have the chance at eternity with God. Second of all, God will open up doors and open up windows that you won't have room enough to receive the blessings. Amen. But today, ask God if you like um, examine your life and say, you know what, where is my faith at? Do I really have faith or is my faith broken? Do I really have unbreakable and unshakable faith? Or do, is my faith wavering? Ask God that. And if you analyze it and you figure it out, 
that your faith is not where it needs to be so that it can move God, then ask him to make your faith better. Ask God to strengthen your faith today. He can do anything but fail. Ask God for unbreakable faith.